This week on Small Town Scuttlebutt, the listeners have spoken, or at least they've written to us a plethora of problems and provocations. Now, we are the listeners as we read your emails and offer up advice, insights, and critical thinking. You guys are all over the place. We're talking about artificial intelligence, workplace peeves, texting, the future of humanity, designated parking spots, and what it's like to own a cat. Please join us as we try to work all this into a cohesive conversation with a common thread. Are you ready to do this? We're hanging. This episode is brought to you by Park Street Books and Toys. Read, play, unplug, and by Perez Martial Arts, dedicated to changing the lives of people one person at a time through martial arts, education, and coaching. Small Town Scuttlebots. What's going on? It's another episode of Small Town Scuttlebutt. It's the podcast that reacts to the overreactions of small town problems. Liz and I like to snuff this stuff out and break it down and bring people back down to earth, right? Isn't that right. what we do yes. this? Yeah, I think we're just bringing awareness to the fact that sometimes people react in a certain way that is inappropriate given the circumstance <laughs> and we just want to highlight that and we want to make people better versions of themselves that's what we're doing here yeah yeah <laughs> i could have used a little a little guidance the other day uh-oh what happened? can i tell you what happened what happened i'm gonna tell you what happened all right because i'm over i'm over it now <laughs> oh no. are you gonna get worked off again about it though? no no okay. no no if this was three days ago <laughs> it, it would be too soon okay okay so we have a a swimming pool that has a lot of tiles that are popping uh-huh. off. Last year, I signed a contract on June 9 with a guy that was going to come in, drain our pool, chip off all the existing tiles, put in new tiles, refill the pool up. It'd be a three-day thing. It's going to be pretty expensive, too. I would imagine. So I'm like, all right, well, let's do it. Let's tee it up. He's like, I'll be there third week of April third week of April is coming upon us. We start talking again. Now, when he was here the last time, he was uh, doing that thing that contractors do. I don't care if you're an electrician or a plumber, whatever it is. Once you get into the wall and you start looking at the previous contractor's work, it's like it's, th- these people just eat their own. They're like, this guy, I don't know what he, w- what he was drinking. <laughs> right. He must have been like, what, what? I would never have done this. Yes. Oh, what? I, this is a mess, blah, 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 right? And then I'm so high and mighty and righteous. Well, this guy was doing that, too, with the tile install. Okay. He was making comments about, well, I wouldn't have put the coping over here and this and that, blah, blah, blah. He's talking over my head with, right. you know, like they do, right? And It's, just it's like, like, we don't need to address what's already obviously a problem. Like, I get it. You're here to solve the problem, not yeah. to Monday morning quarterback whoever created it. Exactly. They can't help themselves. Right. So, uh, I get the quote. We sign up. We're like, we're doing this next year. I pick out the tiles. He picks out the tiles. Earlier in the week, we had talked about, like, okay, so let's regroup. You know, it's been a while. We talked about third week of April. Are we still on, te- on on point here? He's like, yep, yeah, I should be there on a certain day by noon. I say, cool. Now, because I'm spending a lot of money on something that I did not forecast or anticipate, and I want to make sure I don't have to do again, mm-hmm. I have questions. 
you know, I'm not going after anybody, right? This guy, when he was here initially, he was talking very cavalierly about the problems that might have contributed to this. Okay. Fast forward to this conversation right before he shows up, he realizes that the company that built the pool is a company that refers work to him. So he immediately <gasps> got oh. amnesia. He forgot everything about what we talked about. I said, and I, it took me a minute to like kind of catch on to mm-hmm. this covering your ass modality that he's now operating on. And I'm like, yeah, we were we were just talking. I don't I don't know the language and the vocab and the steps you were talking about. We were talking about. I remember coping and overhanging mm-hmm. and pressure and the winter. Like none of that. He's like, I don't know what you're talking about. I said, look, I just want to get an idea. Like if we, he's like, I'm not putting anything in writing. I said, I, I, I this is just a conversation. Right. And and the flags are going up. And I'm, yeah. like, I'm like, I don't know what what what. What did I say? You know, what did I do now? Mm-hmm. You know, like that kind of thing. How did you realize he he gets referrals from this company that he was bad mouthing? Uh, because I called my pool company ah, and was okay. talking about I got this guy coming gotcha. up. Blah, blah. Oh, he used you know. Now it's not my pool company's fault. It's nobody's fault. Mm-hmm. It's through fast forward all the research and all the questioning. I asked the people that put in the patio. I asked the guys that clean the pool. I asked the guys that put in the pool. It's just unfortunate circumstances, mm-hmm. right? That won't happen again because of things that are just too complicated and technical to get into. But this guy's like, look, I don't want to get in the middle of a lawsuit. Wait, now, what? <laughs> now I'm a little insulted. Yeah. Like, I'm like, dude, get the idea of, of me, like, chopping people's heads off out, right. of, out of your mind. You're just because, trying to be an educated consumer. Yeah. I, I don't know. Do you own a home? Do you, do you ever pay several thousand dollars and ask no questions? Seriously. Just hope for the best? So I thought I'd quelled and, and managed the mm-hmm. situation just fine. Got him off the phone, right? The morning of his arrival, he was supposed to be there at noon. At 9 o'clock, he calls me and says, I'm going to reserve my right to cancel the contract. I just don't feel good about this. For a, for a freaking Stop. year. Year I've been waiting for this guy. A oh, year. my God. Yeah. And and Leslie is hearing me, like, doing the, what? Uh, wait, wait, I, I'm sorry. I, I'm can we start over? Because I am I am thoroughly thoroughly confused mm-hmm. by by where you're coming from. Like, get that conspiracy of a lawsuit out of your head, yeah, and stop assuming that that's where I'm going, and stop calling me a liar because you won't believe me that. Mm-hmm. Oh, we got we got heated. I bet. And my wife, who quickly would like give me the hook, she's like. Shaking her head, mm-hmm. going, are you, like, mouthing, are you serious? Yeah. Like, is this guy Are you effing kidding me? Yeah. How did you end the conversation with him? Uh, I called him a fucking twat. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the weirdest. That is, I, right? That like, is the weirdest insult for a dude. <laughs> I don't think I've ever said that ever in my life. It just came oh out. Oh, my God. It just that's came amazing. Out. And uh, I said, you are, you are the shittiest human being I've ever wow. talked to. And go fuck yourself. Yeah. And then I hung up. And that's so how, he that's was worried about a lawsuit that was never going to happen. Now yeah. he should worry about the fucking shitty review you're going to give him on Angie's list and Yelp and wherever else you can trash oh, him. Well, Leslie was laughing. I'm like, I'm like, because I'm trying to make fun of it. I'm like, wait till you get my Yelp review. That's right. And, and Leslie's laughing. I'm like, do the kids even use Yelp and blah blah blah? Well, or I, Google, Google reviews. Yeah, well, yes. Yes. Yeah. So I did write a Google review. Good. I gave him Good. one star. Hmm. I told everybody, I, but I didn't write it for a couple of days because I didn't want it to yeah. be emotionally charged. Yes. Because when you read a negative review and it's emotionally charged, you gotta consider the source. Going, this person's a, this person's a freak. I bet you know? this person has twenty seven other 
emotionally charged reviews for 27 other establishments that they've frequented. <laughs> totally, totally. That, all right, so where do you go from here? I mean, you still have the problem that needs to be solved. Well, I'll tell you where I went from here, Liz. I, mean, this is, <laughs> I feel like, honestly, this is divine intervention because um, I had work mm-hmm. to do on the Cape. I drive for an hour and a half, just which is the greatest thing. Yeah. Therapy drive, yeah. right? I'm going through the Cape. Life is not bad. Mm-hmm. You're just gonna have some pop tiles for the summer, but uh, it actually is a is a is a beautiful story the way it ends. I go to Dunkin' Donuts, mm-hmm. and I'm in there. I walk inside, and there's a, a woman probably around our age. She's sitting down, just hanging out, and uh, you know the way she like smiled and just kind of waved like a like a kid to me. I can mm-hmm. tell that she was intellectually challenged in some way. Mm-hmm. I love these people. They are the They're sweetest so sweet. human. Yeah. They're the sweetest human beings. They are free of all the baggage and the bullshit right. that we carry and hang on to. And I thought to myself, I need I need this conversation. Like, I need to. She wants to talk. She's mm-hmm. like, hi, how are you? I'm like, I'm doing great. How are you? She's like, I'm okay. But, you know, I almost got hit by a car. I live <gasps> over here. I was oh crossing my God. the street. And they don't stop. And she's just venting about it. And I was like. I'm here for her to listen to her. Yeah. And uh, she was telling me all about it. And I was telling her, you know, you, do they have a sidewalk? I'm a crosswalk. And she's like, no, they don't have a crosswalk. They just need cops there. I'm like, I'm like, you got to be careful when you cross the road because everybody is like on their phones. No one's paying attention. Everyone drives too fast. Sometimes I even do that. She's like, you shouldn't drive fast. I'm like, I know. <laughs> and then I go get my coffee. And mm-hmm. then I, I hung out with her for a couple more minutes. Oh, my God. That's so cute. And, um. When I said, okay, I got to get going, but it's nice meeting you. She goes, it was really nice talking to you. And I'm like, it's nice talking to you too. And uh, I left. Oh, I wonder how many people she waved to in that Dunkin' Donuts that didn't bother to acknowledge her before you did. I don't know. It's hard to not. I don't know. It's just in my nature. Like, yeah. You, you got you to stop. Completely. Right? I went out to my car and I thought, you know, I'm all full of piss and vinegar mm-hmm. about my swimming pool. Right. And the tiles that popped off and this asshole that crossed me. But then I meet this person, and right. it's like, life is not... Yes. Yeah, the universe not... puts people in your path for a reason. Yep. Oh, my God. Fast forward several hours. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I need to get some groceries. I'm spending the night here. Yep. Park my car at the Shaw's, and I'm walking up to the door, and I hear, honk, 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 honk. I turn around. It's her. No. Sitting shotgun in a car. Someone <laughs> had gone in, and she's just like, hey! <laughs> <laughs> and she's waving to me. <laughs> And my, my, I got all excited. I'm like, hey. Hey, new friend. I said, I said, Dunkin' Donuts. And she goes, that's right. I said, are you following me? She's like, no. Are you following me? I'm like, no. Okay. Oh, it was awesome. Oh my God. That's the cutest story ever. Yeah, that was sweet. And then, and then uh, after that, I just didn't give a shit about this guy and his stupid weak excuse. Right, right. That guy's got his own thing going on. Yeah, I don't know. You it know. just it just it was very unprofessional. Completely. It, it, but anyway, that's uh that was a long story to, to start off. But that's where I'm at this week. Like <laughs> you know, like you wanna like overreact. I think the way I the the choice words I had for right. this guy was overreacting. Like, mm-hmm. come on, dude. It's not You didn't do what cousin Julie suggested, which was pause, think, and then react. <laughs> right. Huh? What what does success look like for you? Right. And how would you go about achieving it without being a dick? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't blame you, though. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so so wrong. Such a weak and just a poor, poor business ethics. Day and of. just, yeah. A year, a year on the wait yep. list. Day of. Amazing. So anyway, what's going on with you? So 
it's been a crazy week. We're like in the throes of like multiple kid activities and overlapping mm-hmm. time frames and, you know, shuttling to various sports and tutors and orthodontists and yada, yada, yada. So yesterday I'm like all over town driving one you know, Avery to field hockey practice and racing home because I got to get Brady to lacrosse and the traffic in this town is fucking horrible. Is it like, really? Yes. Especially, so especially I'm trying to drive what across time? town at 515. Okay. When it's everybody trying to get their kids to various practices at the same time, as well as commuters yep. coming home. So like the two main roads in our town, 109 and 27, those are always completely congested sure. during that time. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, I run into the house, I'm like, wait, we got to go. We got to go get the cross, blah, 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 grab your stuff. Throw it in the car. I'm like screeching out of the driveway. Then I get stuck in traffic and I'm just like sitting there. Light turns green. Mm-hmm. We don't make it through. Mm-hmm. Sitting there. Light turns green. Don't make it through again. What's going on? Like, are you, are you <gasps> moving up? Are you making advances? Yes, okay. making advances, but yeah. keep missing the light. Finally, third time. We get through the light. It's now 530, which she's supposed to be at practice at 530. Mm-hmm. And you know how I feel about being late. Yes. It is a huge pet peeve of mine when people are late and I pride myself on being punctual all the time. Yep. So like I'm getting aggravated that this is taking too long and I feel bad for him because he's going to be late for practice and I'm all worked up, yada, yada, yada. So I screech into the field and Brady goes, mom, a rainbow. I go, what are you, what are you talking about? <laughs> he goes, look, mom, a rainbow. And I go, oh my God, you're right. There is a rainbow. He goes, can I take a picture? And I was like, already a couple minutes late. What's, what's one more minute? So yeah. we pull over, he gets out of the car, he takes a picture of the rainbow, he gets back in the car and I go the rest of the way, drop him off at practice. Mm-hmm. And I was like, instantly calm because we saw the rainbow. Wow. We took like a minute. We took a minute yep. and like saw something really beautiful. And so I challenge you listeners when you're feeling all frazzled, mm-hmm. when you have a bad conversation with a contractor or you're late or you're overwhelmed or you feel like you can't keep your shit together, find a rainbow. And it doesn't have to be a literal rainbow. It could be flowers. It could be a fat little squirrel running across your lawn. It could be a cute puppy, but find something that makes you smile. It could be and the nice like, lady at Dunkin' It could be the Donuts. nice lady at Dunkin' Donuts. So, and take a breath and just appreciate that for five seconds and you'll feel much better. I don't want to say that we are like <laughs> role models, <laughs> but we kind of are. <laughs> but, but scuttlebuds, I'm hearing Liz's story for the first time. It's mm-hmm. not like we get together and go, okay, the theme for the day right, is right. find the silver lining. Yes. But we both did that. We mm-hmm. both organically shared a story that's been on our minds this week that sort of left the mark, right? Yeah. Like we're both going. Yeah, it's been like three days, and I'm still thinking about the lady from Dunkin' Donuts, and you're still thinking about that rainbow and how Mm -hmm. your son, in that moment, was like, it's all good. Yes, totally. He's like, can you just stop for a second? Yeah, (laughs) and you can learn things from people. You can get, Mm -hmm. take a beat. Yes. Right? So, how about this? We're going to get into a handful. There's a pile of listener emails. Why don't we try to do this today? Mm Mm-hmm. What these are grievances, these are complaints, these are concerns, right? Let's try to find the silver, like let's <gasps> yes. land land on the positive, the, okay. sil- the silver lining. That's of a good it. challenge. Okay, mm-hmm. this is kind of hard. Okay, the first one, China. <laughs> <laughs> let's keep it light. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, go ahead. What's the first? one? All right. So this f- first one comes to us from Michael from Duxbury. He says, "You both have been suspiciously silent on AI. Why?" 
I don't think we're smart enough to talk about it, Michael. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Yeah. What are your thoughts on AI, Rick? Oh, I go first. Well, um, it's moving really, 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 really fast. Frighteningly so. Yeah. So fast. I mean, we're on chat GPT-4. I don't even know mm-hmm. about yeah. one, two, and th- Well, I was just getting a, a whiff of this on three, I guess, the mm-hmm. last time, right? What disappoints me about tech companies especially is they get some technology. They get something going. And they're like all hell bent on what it can do. The yes, intent the greater is. good. Yeah, mm-hmm. the greater good. And it's almost like they're on a speedboat and they don't care about the wake that's eroding the shore Completely. behind them. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, the colleges are are uh, having uh, entire student bodies that just don't do work anymore. They just type, uh, not my problem. Right, right, not, right. Not my but problem. But look at all the great things it's doing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, we can do we can do all kinds of great things. Uh, yeah, but look, uh, there's some, like, copyright issues going mm-hmm. on. People are stealing people's voices and, and, and identities. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not my problem. Right. Like, I, it is your problem right. because you've created this the space now. And I think that you need to be accountable. For well, that and the stuff. people that are creating this, they're engineers, right? They're yeah. super smart, but the way their brains work is like a very, in a very linear fashion, right? Yeah. So not necessarily seeing potential fallout, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, like I think about that documentary, The Social Dilemma, where they interviewed um, engineers from Facebook and the guy that created the like button. He said that we created that with the intent of spreading goodwill. Like, oh, people liked what I said. People liked my picture, like yeah. my self-esteem. We... Then all of a sudden it was like, I didn't get that many likes and this person got more likes than it. Like that comparison and that, and then it actually had the complete opposite effect that they originally intended it to have. Yeah. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. I, I, it's a whole human condition. We're a complicated yeah. species yep. and, and we're very flawed. If, oh, if yeah. nothing has taught me about technology, it's mm-hmm. how flawed we are. Yes. We turn everything to shit that's handed to us. <laughs> totally. <basically>. Totally. <laughs> and, uh, Silver lining? I don't know. Uh, my, my take is, uh, have we cured cancer yet? Like, I, I'll tell you, we have not. Yeah, so if we there, could maybe funnel some- <laughs> so So much no. human capital and intelligence and money going into mm-hmm. stupid shit. Yep. I just don't get it. Me either. It. All right. I don't, I don't think we've found the silver lining there. <laughs> I, I know. <laughs> we'll noodle on it. I'll, yes. I'll try to come back to it. All right. Next, Kevin from Medfield, Mass. I'm going to Comedians of Comedy with my wife and another couple. It better not suck. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Yeah. Well, I can speak confidently that it's not going to suck. Because I know the people in the lineup, and they're great. And it's going to be awesome. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah, I think it's going to be a fun night. If there's anything to worry about, it's the fact that it's the hometown crowd. Kathy Ferris and uh, Mark Riley will do great. I'll do pretty good. <laughs> Jim James wild card. I can't ah, wait I know, to see right? this guy. I'm like psyched for his set. Most of all, I think. <laughs> I know he has a rap song. Oh my god, that and is outstanding. That's gonna be fun. We got, and we have a DJ who can drop a beat too. So awesome. Yeah, so all right, it'll it's gonna be a good night. I can't wait. Okay, next up is Alicia from Millis, Massachusetts. Liz, congratulations on your promotion at work. Thank you, Alicia. Can I send you my resume? <laughs> I hate my boss. What's the worst trait a coworker could possibly have? I work with someone who stands in his cube and talks to all of us about anything not work-related. He's arrogant, too. Beat that. That is, that is the worst. And I have to say, before work and I started recording, I was just talking about what a great culture my company has, and I really do love it there. And the people who 
if they join our company and they come with arrogance, they don't stay very long because it is not tolerated. Um, and having to work with someone like that who's just like this big personality is tough. And a woman trying to have a conversation with a man about his behavior, you look like a bitch. You know, like, so it's hard having like, it's hard being a female um, really in any company, especially if you work in a male-dominated company, being aggressive and standing up for yourself because you're not viewed the same way as your male counterparts. Um, but Alicia, back to your question, what's the worst trait a coworker could possibly have? My biggest pet peeve, and I don't see it very often, thankfully, is when people don't take accountability for their mistakes. So like I had last year, I had a project. I worked with um, someone on our data team on it. I clearly outlined like what the requirements were for the project, which was an email campaign. When the email campaign launched, people who people received the email that weren't supposed to receive the email. Mm-hmm. Not the end of the world. No one died on my operating table. Yeah. But the coder didn't write the code correctly. And instead of being like, oh my God, like that was my bad and I'm sorry. It was like, I'll get that fixed before the next campaign goes out. And I was like, you will. Yes, you will. Of course. <laughs> but your mistake caused downstream impact to other people who now have to explain why this mistake happened and then have to rectify things with clients and blah, blah, blah. So like just an acknowledgement of, oh my God, that was totally my bad. I'm really sorry. I know this is going to be a headache for some people. I'm on this now. Which that bothers me because I feel like that's not an empathetic response because other people were inconvenienced because of someone's mistake. And I think that that needs to be acknowledged. So I said, you know, I appreciate you jumping on this and getting it resolved. And I said, I would also like to request that moving forward, there's a peer review of code before we launch anything. You know, like I think when there's a problem, you have to identify a solution so that problem doesn't happen again. So the silver lining (laughs) is we learn from our mistakes. Yes, exactly. Like you said, okay, we need to add a step mm-hmm. in the quality assurance exactly. aspect of this. Before it goes out, we're going to have a peer review, right? Mm-hmm. Kick it around. Yep. Yes. Yeah. And I, and I do believe in learning from mistakes. You know, we all make them. It's just don't try not to repeat them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you have kids, you probably have their best interest at the forefront of your mind at all times. You want them to be happy and you definitely want them to grow up to be literate. So bring your kids down to Park Street Books and Toys, the largest children's book and toy store in New England. They've got a great selection, and if they don't have the book you're looking for, they can get it quicker than that online place that rhymes with Shamazon. Check them out on the web, parkstreetbooks.com. Perez Martial Arts strives to provide a safe, comfortable, and welcoming atmosphere for all students and family members who walk through their doors. They take great pride in creating an environment for individuals to achieve, develop, and succeed in their personal goals. And they back all these claims up with a perfect five-star rating on Google Reviews. Who has a five-star rating these days? Perez Martial Arts, that's who. Find out why for yourself by visiting PerezMartialArts.com for their exclusive online trial. All right, let's see what we have from Michelle from Nashville, New Hampshire. Rick, everything you say about texting on your iPhone is understandable. Thank you. But did you know you can shut off the autocorrect feature? <gasps> Just go. Okay, wait, get, pick up your phone because she's actually giving step-by-step instructions. Okay, Just I'm go I'm to settings. Settings, yeah. Keyboard. 
and switch it off. No kidding. You're welcome, she says. Thanks, Michelle. Michelle <laughs> that could be a whole new world for Rick. That is awesome. No more no more signing off gunk bots. <laughs> or tick fink. Did you ever upgrade your phone or no? You're still I did. You Actually, did. I, okay. I did. I did and I went to Verizon. I was uh I went to I went to an Apple store. Mm-hmm. I walk in. I get checked in, you know. Oh, yeah. go, go hang out by the phone. Someone will be with you. I go over to the phones, right, for about five, six, seven, eight minutes, something like that. It was a long time. Yeah. But, but it's it's Apple. It's Apple. They're always busy. Everyone needs the new thing. Mm-hmm. And so, by the way, all Apple employees are wearing green shirts this week. It seems like every time I go, they're, huh. the team's wearing a different color shirt. Really? You know? Yeah. That's weird. For the Celtics? I don't know. Maybe. Hmm. So, I go in. I'm looking for a guy with a green shirt <laughs> and an iPad who's... Head on a swivel. Looks looking, like a nerd. Look, looking for the next person to help, <laughs> mm-hmm. right? A guy about 15 feet away from me is doing that, you know, look around yep. thing. And I, I, just, and I figured, oh, he's probably looking for me because mm-hmm. he's got on there. A guy wants a new phone. And uh, I give him a little wave. I'm like, hey, how you doing? And he's like, you need help? I'm like, yeah, I do. I want to get a phone. And uh, he just stood there. <laughs> and I said, and I kind of gestured to the phone. <laughs> he said, I'm right here. And he gestured to his feet like, you come to me. Wait, what? Yeah. Listen, it only happens to me. Oh, seriously? It only happens to Rick Fink Jr. So I, I mean, the arrogance. Oh, and, and he did it like, like, like I was a child. Like he did like the head, like bounce with his head. Like I'm oh. right here. And I looked at him and I went, <laughs> oh. I fucking laughed at him. And then I walked out. I just walked out. Oh my out God. I just like, I did like a, Leslie hates it when I do that. She thinks it's so arrogant. <laughs> it is. <laughs> but there's no other way to respond yeah. to the guy that that is potentially going, like his job is to sell phones. And right. I'm standing by the You're phone. You're a customer. He I want to go to you. There are two phones here. I don't know which one to get. If we're going to talk about the phones, why don't you come over here mm-hmm. where the phones are, you dickhead. <laughs> there is no silver lining, by the way, on this Wrong side. Now. Well, no, there is. No one to walk. Yeah. You just, just, I just immediately said to myself, I, I was so like, Go, what? Mm-hmm. You know, then I thought, this is not going to be a good exchange. Like, it's right. It, Cause you're it's annoyed. Over. It's over. Yeah. It's done. He ruined it. It's not going to happen. I don't want to talk to him. He uh, is not, he needs training. I don't know what he needs, mm-hmm. but he's a dick. And, uh, you know, I've already waited 10 minutes here. Yes. Or so now, because, so you booked the, you had an appointment, right? No, no, oh, no, you didn't I have did, an Okay. I was going to say, like, did, did you get like a survey afterwards about your experience where you could give feedback and say, I wouldn't even bother. No, I no, I wouldn't even bother. Uh, like, what am I going to do? Like, it's, mm-hmm. it was a very, it wasn't Apple wide, you know, it was just that one guy mm-hmm. who was just, like you said, a nerd. A lot of times nerds <laughs> don't have social skills. They're just, because they don't, no one talks to them. I can, I can tell you, this guy doesn't, I wouldn't want to walk in his shoes for 10 minutes, you know? <laughs> so I just, I just did an about face and I walked out and I was like, kind of felt good about it. Like, cause I didn't want to be in that store anyway. Yeah. I was like, I've been here 10 minutes. Like, it's always like, you know, it's always a thousand times longer old, than you the think. The almighty Apple yes. employee, you know, it's like, there's some kind of, some kind of vibe in an Apple store I'm not down with. Yeah. That's why I order my stuff online. Yeah. Like my phone and I got a phone for Will for his birthday last year. I just went to Apple.com and yeah. ordered it from there and avoided any contact with nerds or humanity in general. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, where did you get this phone if you didn't get it at the Apple store? Verizon Wireless. Okay. Okay. Yep. It's fine. <laughs> Are you going to be turning off the autocorrect feature? 
Yes, I am. Okay. Uh, what's her name? Michelle? Michelle. Thanks, Michelle. I'm doing that. <laughs> All right. Moving on to Martin from Medfield. This world is seriously getting more and more effed up by the day. I want out of here. And I was hopeful that Elon Musk was my ticket to Mars. But nope. Kaboom. <laughs> Give us Cuddlebuds a glimmer of hope for our future. All right. Martin needs to find his rainbow. Yeah. He okay. Does. He does. Everything's going to be okay, Martin. I promise. And that rocket's going to make it to Mars at some point. You know? I would say that his remarks in the aftermath yeah. of that test spot on. were spot on and should be like that quote should be like in schools. Yeah, completely. He was like, is that failure? We learned we are collecting the data yeah. and we, what are did going, we, learn? we learned so much. The lessons from that explosion are going to take us to the next level. You have to. I loved it. You have to go through it. And I was mm -hmm. reading that. and I'm like, this is why I like Elon Musk. Yeah. Despite some of his characteristic flaws and things mm -hmm. like that, and sometimes you let's stop annoying fragile people because then they start getting <laughs> right. all worked up. It's like just let let the dust settle, keep it down, right? But you say something like that, and I'm just like, damn, that's right. Yeah, he he understands what's to be gained from failing. Like mm -hmm. it's an opportunity to learn, and it really so it really wasn't a failure. It was, hey, this wasn't the outcome that we wanted, but it it was successful. Mm -hmm. In its own right. And now we're going to take those learnings. So the next time we're even more successful. Right. And then there's haters mm -hmm. that want to oh, blew up. What a waste of money. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, he's a science. He's kind of a, this is, we're talking about science. Right. And this is part of the scientific method, right? Mm -hmm. You try things, you test things out. Did it work? Did it not work? Okay, let's go. And you just find that direction yeah. and you deduce down to that point where your rocket actually goes mm -hmm. into orbit. Yes. And, and we're going to get there. By the way, when I, when I first saw a video of the rocket mm -hmm. landing, which I thought I thought someone was playing a tape backwards. Like, the yeah. way it comes down. I'm like, how does that even, how is that happening? It was fascinating. It's it a, was fascinating. It's a crazy world we live in. I know. Easy to find a silver lining here. Uh, agreed. This guy, uh, this guy who, mm -hmm. who wants to get Martin, me out of yeah. here. Yeah. Just wait. In your lifetime, we'll have two flights out of Logan a day <laughs> to Mars. <laughs> that's right. I'm, I'm well, they'll cost a billion dollars each, but. That's, that's right. <laughs> All right, but next up, we've got Daniel from Somerville. Rick, I just saw you at the tavern at the end of the world. Oh, awesome. yeah, yeah. Your rebellion, <laughs> people love this topic, your rebellion against designated parking spots is brave. Mm. I salute you for ignoring the signs. The other day, I saw a spot reserved for employee of the month. I don't work at that store, but I park there anyway. Good for you. <laughs> well, you know what, Daniel? I'm sure you're an employee somewhere, right? Yes. And if you're good at your job, then you deserve that employee of the month. That's right. Spot. Yep. So you take it. Yep. That's right, Liz. <laughs> that's a that's aggressive. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. What happened to the customer comes first? You know, like yeah. like if you're an employee, you should you should go find your own parking. Mm -hmm. You should park in the back. Right. You should park across the street. You should park right, right up front. Mm -hmm. How, that, that's a company or a store that's telling their customers, our employees are more important than you. Yeah. And they just seem to have. So I love it. And by the way, by the way, how are you going to enforce that? It's non-enforceable. Right. It is a request or a recommendation disguised as law. <laughs> hey, if we just make a sign, yes. people will just. You know, because uh. there's so many lemmings out there. Mm -hmm. But the only sign that I I am like, I'm going to honor that one is the handicap sign. Because yes. that's an actual law. I will also honor, because I'm a mother, I will honor spaces that are designated for pregnant women and women with small children. Nope. Nope. Oh, nope. Nope. I 
wholeheartedly disagree with you. Oh, my whole my whole joke is about that. <laughs> I'm like, you can walk. You, I, oh, yes. I was pregnant with twins, Rick. I had 12 pounds of human beings in my body mm-hmm. at one time. Not yeah. to mention all the fluid. Oh, yeah. I was not walking uh, one more fucking step than yeah. I absolutely had to. Yeah, well, walking's good for you guys. You should. <laughs> <laughs> I got to get in there and I got to get out. I'm going to be a minute. And also, like, where's the expectant father spots? You know? You're not carrying anything inside your body. <sighs> I think it's a sexist thing. I think it's totally, totally disagree, especially for women who have high-risk pregnancies, which mine was as well. Oh, yeah. Well, so, well, yeah, I mean, yeah. if you took my expectant mother spot in front of CVS and I had to park across the parking lot and that resulted in me just dropping two babies in the middle of the parking lot, wouldn't you feel bad? Yeah. <laughs> Unless you had a third one. <laughs> like, yeah, one out of three ain't bad, you know? Don't be... Uh, there is another one that I kind of honor is when someone says uh, veterans parking. I'm like, you know what? If there's you like served a, our country. You served our country. You're you're 92 years old. You're driving a huge like Cadillac. <laughs> you got the, you got the hat of the ship that you sailed right. on, right, with the flat brim and the winter coat in July. Like, you know. Yeah, I'm I have to say, like, I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna give you mm-hmm. that. I'm gonna. This give is you a whole spot. other topic. Our country could do a much better job taking care of our veterans other than giving them parking spaces. But that's another episode for another day. Yeah. Here's your parking spot. Here's your parade. Mm-hmm. Okay, moving on. So, Daniel, I applaud your aggression. You take mm-hmm. that employee of the month spot. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and last but not least, we've got Pablo from Danvers. This one I'm already getting angry about. It says, everyone knows cats are stupid. Pablo, you're stupid. Wait, you have, <laughs> you have a cat? Yes, Cooper. And you like it? I love him. Really? And everyone who comes to my house loves him. Ask Rosie about Cooper. Okay. Because Cooper lives... Wait, no, I'm going to finish. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to sure, finish sure, the email. Sure. Sorry, Pablo. Sure. All right. Everyone knows cats are stupid. So I find it remarkable that there is a thing called the Catsachusetts... <laughs> there is Catsachusetts Cat Convention. What? It just happened in a town next to ours. And they even had a cat agility ring with a ringmaster. Do you guys have a cat? Yes, I do, Pablo. Why or why not? Well, my husband won't let us get a dog, but um, but yes, my cat is Cooper. He's around twenty pounds, I would say, and seventeen and a half years old. That's that's a big cat, right? He's a big cat. Yep. He has um, so we have these built-in bookshelves in the front room of our house, mm-hmm. um, and we used to store firewood in one of them in the yep. little cabinet underneath. Yep. And for whatever reason, Cooper would just love to go in there and like lay on the firewood or whatever. So we cleared out the firewood and we put a cat bed in there and he lives basically in the cabinet. That's awesome. And people, when they like when the kids' friends come to our house, they mm-hmm. come in, they take their shoes off and they go over to the cabinet and they open the door and they pet Cooper. <laughs> so he kind of hangs out in there. Yeah, yeah. And then he he comes out like towards the end of the day when we're like kind of unwinding and he loves to sit on the couch in our family room. So if someone's sitting on the couch, he just comes over and he just stands there and he goes, because he's too fat to jump up on the couch. So you have to pick him up and place him on the couch. He also can't get down from the couch because he has arthritis and his back legs. So you have to like constantly move him around. Um, Yeah, he's the best. Ask Rosie about him. Sounds great. All right. So... The cat convention, as much as I love my cat, that's a little aggressive for me. Yeah. 
I don't, is, that I don't get. You know who goes there? It's just the parking lot's full of bumpers that with the who rescued who bumper sticker. <laughs> On Subarus. <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, that's a different that's a different breed, no pun intended, of, of person. <laughs> yeah. I, I was never into cats. We had cats when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Muffin. Muffin was a tabby. And I was just like, uh, you just, just have no personality. Eh, everyone liked it. I was like, you just, you're just there. there. You're just there. And all you want is like handouts. And, <laughs> and you, you know, you only show up when the, when the food mm-hmm. comes, you know, like you just get your hair all over everything. It's just, you don't, you're not, you don't do anything. <laughs> Muffin it, wasn't adding any value to the no, family. <laughs> Muffin would bring in like a dead bird or a, mm. or a ro- rodent or something. Yep. And it's like, that's just disgusting. Oh, and, and Muffin would throw up you never on like a tile or mm-hmm. anything but like always had to be on the carpet and that's just nasty oh yeah they all yeah that is annoying the hairball thing hairball oh and the and the kitty litter like it shits in the house yeah. in a box. <laughs> it's like go outside like the dog <laughs> all right so you guys have a dog you and leslie were yeah. you both in agreement on getting a dog or did one of you have to convince the other? No, we were both down for okay. that. Okay. Now, when I got together with Leslie, she had two cats that she sort of oh, adopted. Yes. She, yeah, adopt- yeah, yeah. she kind of yeah. adopted. Oliver and Tukey. That were the I ones. remember Tukey. Tukey was a sweetheart. Mm-hmm. Tukey was really nice. Oliver was an asshole. <laughs> Oliver was he was he was he had feral tendencies. Like he oh. he would hiss. He would like just swat swatted people oh my God. with these claws. Oh, he was just a and he had arthritis, and we suspected that he was in pain, and that just oh, made him very uncomfortable, yeah. and he was always angry. But he was just a dick. <laughs> and the only person he would ever be nice to was Leslie. Mm. But everyone else, he's coming for you. And it's like, I don't like this. I don't feel safe yeah. with this cat. Like, it's not a cool cat. Well, came time to put the thing down, Aww. and Leslie made me go do it. And uh, you think, ooh, it's going to be a great day. <laughs> I actually felt like I don't want to play God. Like, yeah, I, I mean, I, I know I don't like this cat, but I don't think it's in my jurisdiction to choose which day it gets to. Mm-hmm. Like, but you were doing the humane thing, though. If you know he was in pain and not having a a good life. Well, when we went, he knew what he knew something was <gasps> up, right? And he just would he locked eyes on with me, oh. and he was like. Hey, he he! All of a sudden, he came around. He's like, "I'm sorry for being a dick. I won't be a dick be anymore. Better, be I, I always liked you, buddy. Come on, <laughs> let's get out of here." And I was like, oh, yeah, it, it, "It was it was tough." Did but, you cry? Uh, I did not cry. I was emotional yeah. though, a little bit. Yeah. I, I was like, "That just I just felt empty. I just yes. felt like deflated." Mm-hmm. And uh, the lady that injected, oh, because you know, when, have you ever done this to an animal? No, my the other cat we had just passed away overnight, mm-hmm. so we didn't have to. I remember correctly, they give it a sedative, and then they give the lethal shot, and they do a stethoscope check, mm-hmm. and they do a time of death and all that stuff. And the cat's just, you know, is laying there on the side, and he's just all of a sudden, you're like, yeah, I think he's dead. He's just oh. staring. He's just his eyes are open, just oh god. Like, looking past like, yeah 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 and it's just not moving and, he's, and it's not it's dead it right. just took the life right. from something right it's a very weird feeling you know so the lady says uh okay i'll give you a couple minutes i'm like thanks i'm just looking at this guy and i'm kind of petting him mm-hmm. and uh she came back a little too early with a trash bag in her hand with a label on it and i'm like I, is this how we 
Really? They just put them in a bag? They put them in a black like, trash. Like they couldn't even give bag. you like a cardboard box? Well, he's going to get cremated. Okay. And uh, yeah, a trash bag. Like, I, did I need to see that? Like, what if I actually gave a shit about this thing? Right. Like, like Leslie would have been like, what I the feel hell? like that's devastating. It is horrible. Like, very disrespectful. Yeah, like, it's just business as usual. Yeah. Hey, hey, let's Take wrap things up. Take the trash out. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's uh, five of, uh, it's ten of five. Right. I want to get out of here, you know? Oh, my God. Go bag that thing. Anyway. Oh. The funny thing is we get the uh, we get the ashes. Came in a little uh, cherry wood box, mm-hmm. right? It's got, it's screwed. The bottom is screwed in, and it's in there. Leslie wanted to um, plant a Japanese maple tree mm-hmm. with Tuki's. I mean, with Oliver's ashes underneath. Oh. So we dig a hole. We get the the root ball of the of the tree ready to go right next to it and ready to go. And uh, I started got a screwdriver to unscrew to the bottom. And she's like, what are you doing? Just put the box in there. I'm like, I'm not putting the box mm-hmm. in there. It's like, you spread the ashes. Like, no, just you. No, I don't want to see that. You just put the box in. I'm like, Leslie, that defeats the whole purpose. Yeah. <laughs> the ashes, the nutrient, like it's the cycle of life, right? Right. Like, Why would you bury a box? That seems weird. <laughs> yeah. I said, Leslie, do you realize that someday this tree is going to die? Someone's going to root this thing up and then there's going to be the coffin <laughs> of an animal and they're going to want to see what it is. And they're going to zoom the do- your animal. Pet cemetery. <laughs> yeah. Like it's supposed to become the tree. Yeah, like an organic part of the whole thing. Yes. yes right? Yes. Okay. I'm not yeah. crazy. No. Yeah. No. So what happened? Did you bury the box or the ashes? In the box. The- oh, God. There's a box uh, of a, with a dead cat in it underneath the Japanese maple oh on the top God. of her driveway. Oh. Is that weird? <laughs> yeah. It is yeah. weird. It yeah. is. But, you know, I got a, Leslie was emotionally attached to the cat and just wanted, probably want him to be intact and not spread all about and what yeah. have you. Yeah. So I don't know. Is there a silver lining here for Pablo? I guess there's, you know, there's something for everybody. Some people are dog lovers. Some people are cat lovers. Some well, people don't even like animals, which well, I think those people are psychotic. Pablo, the, the silver lining here, as I just pointed out, is cats die. <laughs> but you know what? My The last cat we had, she was 18. Really? And Cooper is 17 and a half. Oh, my God. So, These things live a long time. Yeah. So when our other cat died, like, I was immediately like, we have to get another one. We had, like, because mm-hmm. the kids were, like, so sad. And I was like, this will make them happy, you know. And yeah. I was talking to Dan about it. And he's like, Liz. These things live for like 20 years. We're going to be empty nesters and still sitting here with this cat when the kids have like moved on and like they're out of the house. And I was like, yeah, you got to think about that. Yeah. Like the person that gets a parrot, like that thing's going to outlive you. Right. Or I got a tortoise. That's cool. Those things live to be like 500 years. Your great grandchildren (laughs) are taking care of that thing. (laughs) Yeah, that's crazy. Oh, right. man. Is, was that the last one? That was the last one. Well, listeners, I think that was cool that you guys have been uh, emailing mm-hmm. us. Yeah, your keep it up. Uh, they were all over the place, right? Really no agenda. Which is just, it's funny to hear, like, what's on people's minds and what's sort of, like, bugging them as they go throughout their day or not even bugging them, but, like, what's up with this type of things, you know? Because it's something, a lot of things I wouldn't even think about, right? Um, yeah. But when they bring it to our attention, I'm like, that's a good point. But also some of the themes, like the parking mm-hmm. and, you know, just the bizarreness of, like, that that cat thing. Yeah, that is wild. <laughs> I, I'm going to Google that when I get home because I want to see pictures. The ringmaster of a cat thing. Like, cat like, agility. That is crazy. I mean, they do always land on their 
feet. <laughs> Beyond that, I don't know. <laughs> right. Okay. Well, All right, listeners. Thank you, guys. If you want us to read your emails, uh, hit us up. Send us your thoughts, your grievances, your observations about your small town communities. Go to smalltownscuttlebutt.com and leave us a message. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at smalltownscuttlebutt. And please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. We actually got a couple recent reviews I saw on Apple that were really good. So keep it up because that's how people will find us. We really appreciate your support. And we'll talk to you guys next week. How about a round of applause for all of our sponsors? APC Pest and Termite Control, Larkin's Wine and Spirits, Mario's Lawn Care, Park Street Books, Perez Martial Arts, Royal Pizza, and Winslow Design.